Yo, what's happening? What's good? It's your boy Tyrone, host of MTG Brainstorm. I want to thank y'all for coming by and checking this out. Uh, each week, we try to bring you hot, fresh, new information on all things magic. Everything to get you ready for that Friday. If you really want to get ready for that Friday, y'all need to come on by and check out my words of Friday Night Magic King. Well, I definitely hit hard on all things Friday Night Magic. That's why I call myself FNM King. Come on by, check us out. You won't be disappointed. Holler at your boy. Yo, what's going on? What's good? What's popping? All that good jazz. Welcome once again to MTG Brainstorm episode 31. Um, this is a call out to all brewers. Brewers Unite. Uh, all the cards are out. All stuff is going on. But to help me to break it down, my my Canadian homie, the one that's always up, up, and around, my boy Scotty Matt. What's up, Scotty Matt? Uh, not much, Tyrone. How's it going? Good, man. I'm, I'm I'm happy to uh, uh, catch you on 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 your on your commute. So you gotta love Skype to be able to do stuff like that. So that's awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, you know, this this one uh, another insight because uh, I was planning on popping off this uh, myself, but see all the cards out, and uh, you know, I wanted another type of uh, um, professional uh, insight on on basically some of the colors. Some of the color type decks that you might we might be seeing coming out pretty soon, and how do you think this may affect Delver? But um, so we think I I listened to the recent uh um um 18 podcast. Now there's more cards out. What are some of the things that you've seen that may uh, happen when a new set is legal to play? Sure. Uh, well, we we talked about a few more this week. The one we just released our uh, our newest episode just went live today, I guess, right? So, um, I think during that episode we talked about uh, Terminus was a was a big card that came up, um, which is the Hallowed Burial Wrath variant with Miracle Cost. So, um, I'm really personally looking forward to to that card. It's going to be insane. Um, the Entreat the Angels card, I think, which is a, the Decree of Justice reprint. I think all LSV is already. He's already got an article up where he's trying to insert that into, you know, the Esper Walkers list along okay. with Cameo. So right. I was actually play testing that uh, on Cockatrice this weekend, um, and it seemed pretty good. Like, uh, Entreat the Angels is really, really bad unless you're paying the miracle cost for it. So there's an interesting tension with it where you want to put a bunch in your deck so that you can get maximum value by get by you know buying it for miracle right whereas you know if you skimp on them you're gonna you're gonna see them fewer in that capacity but then you potentially get stuck with these huge unwieldy spells in your hand so i'm not sure how that's all gonna shake out yet but you know it's it's definitely it definitely looks like there are some really powerful tools that are going to bring some of the like tier 1.5 decks right up into contention. Like, the Esper Walkers list is something I've been playing with for a while, and I think it's it's got some legs. Delver, I think, is uh, is going to still be a, a really strong force. Oh, I mean, yeah. The core of the deck doesn't change, I think, too, too much based on what's coming, but one thing that I found was really interesting is just this past weekend at the Star City Games event uh, in Birmingham, uh, where uh, Jerry and Brad were both wearing uh, dresses based on the... Uh, <laughs> Which was hilarious, by the way. I don't yeah, know if you got a chance yeah, to check oh, that coverage. I did because I was on there. I uh, was watching. It. He had a, uh, I think, a white and black sun hat. 
Yeah. Yeah. So they were playing um, an Esper Delver Spirits style list, or an Esper Delver Tokens, rather, style list. Right. And uh, Jerry put a deck tech up for it, actually, in in the Star City uh, coverage page. So you can go there and check that out. But, I mean, the main deck for that list only ran two Mana Leagues. And so I kind of threw that up in my gauntlet and I've been running that. And, I mean, between the four Snapcaster Mage and the two Mana Leagues and all of the library search, I mean, they kind of come up. It's almost like playing with four. So, you know, that kind of deck, it ends up being a little bit more aggressive. So you don't need to worry so much. Um, you know, about having that timely counterspell all the time, you, you kind of have a bit more flexibility. But I think with Cavern of Souls coming in, I think Counter Magic, I mean, everyone's talking about how, you know, R&D is trying to kill Counter Magic. And, you know, I think that called, uh, Cavern of Souls is really going to change what's viable and what's not in this format. What color is uh, Cavern of Souls? So Cavern, Cavern of Souls is the land, uh, the uh, rare uh, land. Uh, yes, the one in, uh, counter, in countering target spells. Okay. Yeah, so it's basically like a tribal land of your choice. Tap for a man of any color to, you know, cast a creature of that type and it can't be countered. Yeah. Or it comes into play untapped, it's not legendary, and it also taps for a colorless mana if you want. Like, the land's absurd. Um, but it's it's really going to change the landscape, right? So a lot of those fringe tribal decks, like your werewolf deck, you know what I mean? Like, if you wanted to go that way again. I mean, yeah. some of the soulbound stuff. I haven't had a chance to look at the full spoiler yet. Um, all I had was what was available as of yesterday, I guess. So 197 cards, maybe. Anyways, so a lot of the commons and uncommons I haven't seen, but like if there's some reasonable, reasonably costed soulbound guys, I mean that could be really crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking really forward to. It. Right now, I'm thinking blue red. That's that's my that's my mission to build when when the new set comes out because there's a whole bunch of cards that. It's even out now, but with adding a few in there is, you know, like the, um, let me pull up the, the one drop devil. You know, either you pay for life or he, either the calendar spell or you take four damage. Yep. That's going to be beastly. Even the, some of the, uh, man, it's just, it's crazy. Some of those, some of the blue cards, the, uh, the one drop, um, counter spell, if it's, uh, been played twice, I mean, if a second spell's been played, uh, second guest. That, yep. that, that right, that card right there is going to be good cause, cause especially like against, um, to me, uh, big red, red deck wins, whatever, stuff like that, you, you know, a lot of one drop, stuff like that, whatever, so, you, you know what I mean, so, you know, they're going, they, they can drop a, um, uh, what's, what's one of the cards in, in, in red, and I can't remember the name, uh, uh, the vampire one drop, um, from, uh, Innistrad, uh, Stormcourt Noble, you drop, yep. you drop a noble, then, then he drops a to say a furnace camp, you know, stuff like that. Or he drops that, and then he try to incinerate one of your guys, whatever, something like that. I mean, it's I mean, the spell is gonna be good. I, I think it's one. I mean, it's two. One colors, one blue. That's gonna be good. Um, outwit. I mean, I really think they're kind of toning down the, the the blue a little bit, but it's oh man, I'm just so excited. I'm, I'm more excited. I think more for the red, and I'm not even excited about the planeswalker. It mostly is yeah. mostly just the just the type, just the type spells that are out now, man. I mean, it's, I mean, I, okay, it seems like each set that comes out, I'm more excited, but more I think about it, I'm more excited about this set, cause I love the whole angel demons type theme, you know, that's just, you know, how it's, how it's, how it's just been, and it's just, just looking at the different type of mechanics out there, the, uh, Soban and the Miracle, I mean, that's, that's gonna be wicked. 
when that comes out. That's gonna be damn wicked, and and I'm, I'm excited. But okay, um, some people explain the the whole miracle and how that's supposed to work. I mean, are you supposed to look at the card, then throw them, then put in your hand, or you have to pull it up, play it, or without putting your hand? I'm still kind of confused about on how that works. Sure. So I think I think the way that people are suggesting you do it is is it's going to be sort of like Delver, right? So you take a look at your top card. And if you're going to reveal it, you do. I mean, I think each draw step is going to be the same sort of thing. You're going to kind of like peek at the top of the card, and then you're going to go, do I want to reveal this or not? And if you if, it, if you do reveal it because it's a miracle, then you kind of, you know, you flip it face up to reveal that it's a miracle, um, and then put it into your hand, and you can play it. Well, you're going to play it, right, if you're going to play it for the miracle cost. Right. Um, if you draw it off a card like Desperate Ravings, for example... Where, like, let's just say you, you're playing your blue-red deck or whatever, and you, at the end of turn, end of my turn, cast Desperate Ravings, right? Right. So you're going to draw the first, you're going to draw the two cards, and if the first card that you drew on my turn happens to be, you know, the Thunderous Wrath or whatever, right. which is, I think, the, the five-mana bolt, right? Right. Or the five-damage bolt. So you reveal that card face-up, okay? You're going to put the second card into your hand. So basically, if you lay, con- conceivably, you'd lay your hand face-down, on the table in front of you. Right. But you'd have your miracle card revealed face up and then roll a die or whatever to determine which random card gets discarded. And then you have the option to play it for its miracle cost. Now, if you don't want to pay its miracle cost on the card, then you don't have to reveal it. Right. Right? Like, if you're tapped right out, then, sure, you just draw the cards and whatever. Um, But that, that I think, is how you're going to do it. But you have to cast the card immediately. Yeah. Upon revealing it, which is which is I think what makes the mechanic fair because if you kind of had choices after your draw step, um, yeah, tell me about it. That'd be absurd. Yeah, because like okay, um, um, so which one is it? Uh, where is it at? Uh, well, like the oh, Wheel of Fortune one, yeah, for example. Yeah, the uh, temporary mystery. Uh, the, even the red one. Yeah. Um, Reforge the soul, yeah. right? Like you're like, oh, okay, sweet, I can reveal it, and I can get a two mana wheel of fortune this turn. Okay, yeah. let me just empty my hand first. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's not, I would not be fair at all. No. At all. But um, another card that I'm looking forward to is it's a common, it's a red common. The um, where is it? Um, I'm sitting here looking on a MTG MTG Salvation, one blue. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay, yeah, it's the one that. Uh, the two damage to target creature, if the creature would die this turn, exile them instead. Yeah, really good against uh, yeah. the zombies and undying yeah. mechanics. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. it's almost like they brought back, um, there was a, there was a Magna Spray is the card I'm thinking of, which was, I think, back in Alara Block, which did a similar thing. Um, but yeah, that card that card looks like it's it's going to be really playable. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, looking really, really, really looking forward to that, man. I mean, it's... I mean, it, there's so much stuff going on. It's just, I know, but some of this, these, these costs for these cards are ridiculous, man. I mean, I can't, can't believe this. Well, the miracle stuff, okay, I understand. Cause you know, you gotta have the balance either to pay it cheap or you have to pay big. I understand that. I get it. You know, it's just, what tips would you give somebody on starting to build, uh, a deck with these cards? So if you're gonna be looking to play, you know, a miracle based deck, then I think, some of the effects that you're really going to want are, are instant speed card draw, right? So that you can basically double your chances of drawing a miracle and being able to play it effectively because you want to be able to draw a first card on both turns, not just yours. 
Right. Yeah, that is true. Right. So start with that. And then anything, you know, I wouldn't get too fancy with the man. I think red and blue is a good place to be. Um, you know, I'd look at a two color deck. I don't know if I'd go much deeper than that. Uh, if you were specifically focused on the miracles, just because you don't want to find yourself in a situation where you've got, you reveal the miracle, but you don't have the mana because it's the wrong color or whatever. Right. Right. That is, that is very true, man. I was thinking about the same thing. All right. Um, yeah, because um, that's why I, I tweeted about the other day. You know, um, it's been, I think, about a month I was trying to play three colors. And and the more that I played, um, and, and I think about what I did back in the past, is that it's much easier to play two than three. I, I mean, like, trying to play the Glissant Control type. You know, you got you, know, you got black, blue, green, trying to balance between. Sometimes I had two, two Glissants in my hand. Couldn't play because then at the time I needed to play my dungeon guys couldn't play because I had two blue. So I'm tired of all that jazz. Um, I feel like I can I can do better. I, I think it's best just to do two colors, unless it's a, unless it's a a certain type of a um a, a certain type of a um um you know like Fritz Frights five color yep. control something like that i mean like something particular that type but if you're just doing three dust to do three then that's not uh not a, a, a good idea to do that so see and it's funny you should say that because i mean like if you were playing a three color deck right now i mean with the lands the way they are with the scars fast lands and all of the m10 style you know on and off color duels right now um evolving wilds makes it a real possibility if you are in a base green deck then three colors should be fine so long as you're playing, you know, rampant growth yeah, and oh. and or birds of paradise, right? Yeah. Like they they go a really long way to helping fix that. But even in the Esper list, like the mana's been not bad. And I mean, I'm looking to go, you know, double black, double white, um, double blue, and it's been okay. So I mean, I guess it just depends on how quickly you need the colors and when you need to when you need to have them, like based on your your curve of your of your cards. Yeah, so. Yeah, I've really, very watched the uh, the double colors and stuff because I was running Primeval Titans in it before, but made it worse. But once I put Dungeon Geist in there, it made everything better. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I mean, there's nothing wrong playing three colors, but you know, it's I guess I'm going off because I'm, I'm I'm getting frustrated though. But like right now, um, I was thinking about building the deck, but now it's like I'm not playing Friday. Give myself another week. I'm yeah. I'm, just, I'm thinking about going to play, but it depends on. Time and the wife, you know, is always the wife always makes the final decision. Even though when you say you're gonna make the final decision, always the wife ends up making the final decision for you. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, nine out of ten, if I don't go play, to me it's better to hold on to the money. Because really, I got plenty of cards right now. My desk is full of cards. I think it's better for me just to stay and just go right towards some like after the, some like the first rounds over, not first round, but the uh, top eights up, and when everybody's left. And just use that twenty five dollars to go pick up the cards that you need. Cause I don't, yeah. Cause I, I don't, I don't need all these other cards, and I don't need to buy any more boxes to stick all these cards in. So if you plan on brewing, the deck list is up now. You got what? Today's Monday, the twenty third. You got plenty days to, to pick out what you want. So go and get them. And normally, not the ten most stores they sell packs after the top eight anyway. So yeah, my so my best recommendation if you're if you're a brewer and you're looking to try to like flesh out your collection a little bit to make sure that you can play with the cards that you need. So one thing that I've started to find is more worthwhile than cracking boxes is, is I agree. Like if you can be pretty good on your speculation, know what kind of decks you want to lean on in the beginning. There are some sites that have really competitive, um, 
like pre-order prices, like face-to-face games who sponsors our, our podcast. And I mean, honestly, I just, I, I place pre-orders. I've bunch of them on eBay. I'm a bit of an eBay ninja, like early in the morning. Um, but I mean, I, I went on face-to-face games this morning or yesterday rather, and I took a look at their pre-order prices, which just went live this weekend. And they're actually really good. Like their Tamios are still $30 caverns of souls. I got for 20, you know what I mean? And like everywhere else is like at least 10 to 15% higher than that. Right. So, so it was good. So I was able to get a few cards there, but the real secret is you have to find the sites that do, you know, the play, the common and uncommon play sets. So like M- mtgisland.com um, is another Canadian guy here, uh, fairly local. And like he's selling $35 common uncommon play sets. What? So you can get four times all the commons, four times all the uncommons for 35 bucks. Damn. That's right. Yeah. Like I said, throw extra tip. That right there is the entry fee plus the card that's that you need. Cause really me now is like, I don't like, I haven't bought a fat pack since, um, Mirrodin, Mirrodin yeah. Besiege. That's the last time I bought a fat pack. Yeah. And now it's just easy for me just because normally as a ten, like 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 at the event like this, people leave stacks of commons and uncommons on on my my uh, dudes uh, the store owners uh, counter. So that's mm-hmm. that that's why I ripped it, man. You, you, okay, this is what I'm saying. Magic Mac Brewers, you got to become a flea marketer. Okay, you got to go and pick up everybody's scraps. Don't think that it's stupid, but it, it'll help on the collection, the space, all the stuff that you got. So when you go out there, just pick like like, like me the the pillar of flames. That's a that's a common. I'm surely someone's not gonna be not gonna be thinking of what I'm thinking of using it for. So surely there's gonna be some there. And I'm yeah. sure you got buddies in there. Yes, yes, you may skip out on some of the big draws and stuff like that, whatever. But that's what I'm saying. That Ten bucks buying commons, then the other fifteen bucks buy what. Maybe four packs, four or five packs, whatever. I mean, something like that. You know, just getting your own, getting your own chance, get them up. But uh, yeah, definitely, definitely need to watch out for. But like, like some of these cards, these pre-order prices, man. Do you not agree that that's kind of high? Oh, it's ludicrous. Ever since, ever since Jace the Mind Sculptor went off, everybody's got the fear now during pre-order season. Yeah. Um. So uh, it was actually, I, I took a bath on uh, time reversals. Back when they, like, it was the M, M11, I think, right after, uh, shortly after the Jace phenomenon or whatever. When, I guess when Titans first came out. And, like, since then, I've really just kind of changed the way that I, I manage my pre-orders. I make sure that, you know, I'll get a, if there's a deck that, if there's a card that's spoiled that I know I'm gonna play right away, or if there's a deck I know I'm building, you know, for post-rotation, then I'll make sure that I get on those pre-orders first thing in the morning. Like I said, uh, if it spoils at midnight, jumping on eBay at like 1230, you know, two o'clock in the morning is fine. If you can, you know, do it first thing in the morning, um, and just buying a place that like I got my Tamios for just under $30 a piece, uh, shipped and I got a place that like first thing in the morning, um, right after she was spoiled. Right. Cause I know I'm going to be playing, you know, with her four of not close, um, right. you know, but, and then since then I basically, I picked up Caverns of Souls. I knew I was looking for those because they're going to go just higher and higher and higher. Yeah, it's um, Yeah, it's, it's like the new reflecting pool, right? Yeah. So uh, so I picked up a couple of those. And again, but you wait until you can find the right price on them, right? Like wait until you understand what the established market value is, get in a little bit lower and go. So, um, but you really just have, like I said, you got to be careful because everybody is just inflating prices like crazy. Temporal Mastery was $40 when it first came out. 
it's now down to about still 35. You know, you can someplace you can get as low as 32, but right. like that's absurd. That is just way too much for that card. Yeah, you don't don't buy the hype, man. For real. Yeah. Do not. Yeah, the the best ones to get are the smaller ones, right? Like the ones that are that you can pick up for you know four or five, you know eight dollars that are going to end up, you know, hitting a spike if the deck becomes successful, right? Those are the ones that you really want to spec on. Those are the ones you can make some money. Yep, they definitely gotta watch out on, on on the prices and you know which one's gonna go up. You know, normally the plants market just like Liliana, she was sixty something, blah blah. Okay. The, all the cards went down the set, so basically saying Dover was the big thing. So what happens? Her price dropped down around thirty, twenty-five, thirty dollars. So she's more affordable now. So like me, I, I don't pre-order cards. I, I I get what I get. I play what I got. Once I get what I from the ones that that I do want to play with the higher cards, then that's when I play it. But till then, cause eventually someone's someone's going to trade you. There's no nine to the ten. Like none of the big cards, and no one's going to trade those away. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna hold them to them. Oh, I'm gonna hold them to them. I was like, well, so I don't even ask. So what's that? What about your uncommons and commons? Well, I'm not for sure about those. I said, come on, man. I know you got a stack of these commons already. I want, come on, hit me up. You know, help a brother out. So, but that's that's what I'm looking to, man. Just you just gotta, you just gotta play it right. You play it right, and you'd be straight to go. Oh, Canadian horns, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's honking at someone out there. <laughs> Always rolling. But uh, yeah, man. You, that's what you gotta do. You gotta, you know. Prepare what you want to look for. Try to get what you're looking for, and or like like Max said, find a place that sells each uncommon, which is 35 bucks. You pay 25 to get in. Base it out, help. Um, you still most other cards are still relevant. Your um, Innistrad, your Dark Extension. So basically, you know, you still be able, may be able to trade for the cards that you want. So, yeah. So so basically, take. I mean, t- look at this, y'all. I mean, if you got a date already already together. Let's play that if you're going to play Friday. Don't worry about building a new deck. Wait. Prepare. Prepare your deck now for next week. Because you know there will be some crazy talk coming out next week. I'm, I'm just, I always talk about not falling into pros. You know, I mean, for, I mean, for letter, for letter. One that I always try to, you know, mention people say, there's nothing wrong looking at what the pros made because that's what they do. They make pro decks, but. For you to get your own idea, it's nothing wrong. Like, oh, I never thought about this card playing. Because you may be playing the same color, but going a different way. But that one card that's in their deck may be able to want to help you with yours. So, I mean, that's that's what you There's nothing wrong looking at pros deck. Just just don't be a straight follower, you know. Take your own path. Because it, it, you get a better reward when you win with your own. Yeah. yeah. You know, a really good example of that, too, is Smitty, right? So, like, Smitty was, uh, was one of our podcast originators he runs 60cards.com um but what's what's even even more cool is uh he's now writing for star city games on the select side right so um you can check out his articles he's posting you know every week every two weeks or whatever but in his most recent one like he's he's always been a brewer right he's always always insisted on no i'll just play my own decks and you know get as many other people as i can to play them you know because he's he's a pretty good brewer he recognizes trends really well and, uh, you know, the only thing that I think he really needs a lot of work on is, uh, is his mana bases initially. It, it was funny because in it, Smitty's, uh, early brews, he'd, he'd ship them to me and I'd take a look at them. And the first thing I'd do is like cut the two most expensive cards and add two lands. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and it would end up just, oh yeah, thanks. The mana base is so much smoother now. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but, uh, like he's actually, he's actually got two lists as well. You, we, you asked earlier about, 
you know, what decks do we think are, are poised to potentially, you know, become a thing? Well, he's got, uh, his Hexblade deck that he's been touting. So basically it's, it's almost like, uh, it's like an almost entirely Hexproof deck to try to blank all the pinpoint removal. Uh, it's in the band colors, which is pretty sweet. Um, right. but I mean, he updated it in his most recent article as well, uh, with Sigarda, host of Herons, which is the new, you know, five, five for five green, white flying angel. Right. Oh man, them, man, them legendary angels are going to be the bomb, dude. Yeah. It's got like Geist of Saint Traft and Invisible Stalker and all that stuff in it too, right? So it's, it's a pretty legit looking deck. Um, so you can check that out as well. I think that, that potentially, uh, Sigarda makes, that archetype now you've got a large topper at the you know top of the chain plus it basically prevents sack effects right so right. You, you will never get edict for edicted for your folks right um and then the, the other one as well he actually built a red blue uh miracle deck using the desolate lighthouse which is the the red blue looting land right which is also in that article so it's called a lighthouse and you guys should just make sure you go and check that out if you haven't already uh oh the pay one the blue the red draw a card then discard the card oh that land's crazy you're gonna see a ton of that by the way at uh, the block pro tour oh i'm hearing that uh we may very well see a lot of four color control lists uh coming out of that block pro tour so well, it's gonna be interesting well, that's to what see. they do man i mean that that, I mean, I'm good to two, maybe three, but you know, when it comes to stuff like that, I mean, definitely. All right, okay, I'll put it this way: it, once you get past three, I'll go ahead and put this out now. If you get past three, and you want to play four colors, definitely follow the pros. <laughs> that's yeah. that's the only time that you follow. I, I will never ever try to make a four color deck. I'm nine times out of ten, I'll probably end up following them too because that's that's ludicrous. Because normally they're not really doing it by themselves. They got a group that basically puts all this stuff together it's an entire it's an entire brain trust yeah yeah of the best players yeah, yeah. in the world getting together to make these things. exactly so follow them do what you got to do with those so that that would be great man but okay um it, another deck i think is really poised you know. to do well is red white humans yeah by the way. yeah yeah they're doing really well in block and i think that uh the addition of this land um which basically makes one guy have haste vid, haste vigilance and plus two plus oh right is, is a pretty good thing but there's a lot of really strong red humans. There was one somebody tweeted about it this morning actually. It's red and two. You, it's probably it's on the new. It's it's an uncommon or something. Uh-huh. I think it's a three one. Anyways, whenever he enters the battlefield, he deals damage to a player equal to the number of humans you control. Uh, oh, you say it's a two one. Let me look. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Maybe a two one or three one. Anyways, he's red and he's he's two colorless and a red to cast. He's oh, an uncommon. Okay. I think two colors red to cast. Okay. Um, see, Soul Knight. No, that's Soulbound. Do, 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 do. To Human Warrior when, uh, oh yeah, um, Kessling, uh, um, Mill Content, um, Mill Contents, Mill Contents. Mill Contents, yeah. yeah. That guy's crazy. Like, turn one, Champion of the Parish, turn two, Gather the Townsfolk, turn three, Bash you for a ton. Like, that crazy. That is going to be wow. When when he enters the battlefield, it deals damage to target player equal to number of humans you control. Okay, but I mean that also makes him a really reasonable late game pull too. Yeah, that that's that's going to be crazy. I'm, I'm and he's uncommon, right? Yeah, no, so, yeah, he's uncommon. Yeah, yeah, he's uncommon. Exactly. So not hard to find at all, man. Man, there's a really good human rare too for red and four. I talked, we talked about him on the cast, but. Uh, he's, I think, um, uh, 3-3, three, three, 
And when he enters the battlefield, you basically get to threaten a permanent. Yeah. So yeah. untapped target permanent gain control of it till end of turn. So, you know, you've got some reach in that deck as well against some of the, the control of the Planeswalker style decks. Right. Because they can just build up to, you know, whatever ultimate, and then you just, like, take it and then ultimate it for them. Right. <laughs> Most definitely. Wow. Future. So, yeah. That's haste. Oh, man. Now I'm looking at some, some of the auras. Some of the auras are ridiculous. And it's going to be like lightning, um, pro, um, prowess, uh, enchanted creature gains haste and it taps. The target creature does one damage to target creature or player. You know, and then you got that one legendary, I mean, that one, uh, uh, multicolored angel that picks up auras off, off, I mean, I don't know. And, and they, I don't know that they, they really, the auras that they do, man, is, I don't know. I never really like them. I mean, a lot of people don't really, I don't know. If it's not an angel, uh, was it an angel of destiny? Not nine times out of ten, not people really ain't gonna play it. So yeah, it's interesting with the with the auras because I think that the ones that are viable are, are the ones that are going to be in white, green, and blue. And I'm not even sure what they are, but those are the colors I know in which hexproof is being best represented. So you know, in, auras are fine on hexproof guys because the capacity for you to get you know, blown out or two for one right. with instant removal is almost nothing, right? So, so those ones, if they're reasonable, may see play. But I think it's kind of tough to see, you know, a black or a, or a red one. Um, but, you know, I'm I'm not 100% sure they're going to be good and limited though, right? right? right. Because it, uh, if you take a look at it at it from a limited format, it almost seems like this is going to be a bit slower, like Rise was, right? Like Dark Ascension and, and Innistrad were fairly fast formats. Uh, compared to what I think we're going to see with this one. Right, so. most definitely. And I was, I'm looking down here at Green, uh, Champion of the uh, Lamholt. When creatures with power is less than the Champion of Lamholt, uh, power cannot block creatures you control. Whenever uh, another creature enters the battlefield under your control, put plus one, plus one counters or Champion Lamholt. So me, uh, White, Green White, also may, you know, may, 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 may be, you know, the other option that you can may do. If you're not want to play red you, you want to try white because you basically basically it's kind of the same thing like you just said earlier but this with green you know um champion to parish town folk or, or, or not even town folk this one you can switch up you can use uh lingering souls bam lingering souls bam and that right there gives you four and so what's that you got what one she comes in yes i mean it's crazy i mean there's yeah. There different type of options that you can do. I'm, I'm looking very forward to see what people are going to come up with. Um, usually right now, you can go to uh, like um, PC players and uh, that way too. So many different other ways. But uh, get out there and start brewing, people. Uh, any uh, closing remarks, Matt? Um, have a lot of fun. You know, like I think that the the first little bit, there's going to be a lot of really good aggro decks. Um, so be prepared for those. And if you're going to play them, awesome. You know, uh, but I, I definitely see the metagame shifting to more aggressive builds, uh, until the control decks can settle in. So if that's the case, now's the time to turn those dudes sideways and start bashing with them. Yep. Yep. Um, start doing it now before everybody gets, gets the wise. <laughs> so, but, um, oh yeah, I forgot to ask you any, any type of artifacts catch your fancy? Um, Besides the the um, Avacyn's, uh spear, um, 
I think the artwork on that's cool, and I think in concept that's good. It'll see some fun play into some some very specific commander decks, which would be fun. But I don't see it being very good in standard. I mean, obviously in limited, anything that provides free guys is amazing. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I don't see very many constructed applications with that card. I understand that the angel artifact might be pretty good. The one that's sort of like Lindhawk Idol. Yeah. Oh, yes. The um. The the one that makes the angel um angel's tomb. Whenever you yeah. in the battlefield under your control, you may have angel angel's tomb become a three three white angel artifact with yeah. flying turn. I think there's one also that says something about removing a card from a graveyard from the game and drawing a card. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Equip first strike. Uh, no, that one into the battlefield. One says, uh, sacrifice, draw a card. If you control Angel, you gain five life. No, but it's in that cycle. Uh, okay. And I think that what it does is it removes, it removes a card in the graveyard. Oh, uh, okay. Graveyard Vessel game. of Endless Rest. When, when that enters the battlefield, put a target card in a graveyard on the bottom of its owner's library. Add one mana of any color to your mana pool. Sorry, that's the one. So that card, I think, is, is actually, I think that's the pristine talisman of the set. Hmm. Right, like pristine talisman was at first everyone's like, well, it seems like it's a, it's really crazy and limited because just gaining a life every turn is crazy, um, you know. But it seems fine. I don't know if it's gonna play constructed. And then like blue white control, the pristine control came out and the card just kind of blew up a little. There you go. And, and I mean, it still sees play in a lot of the control decks right now. So I think this is gonna be the same sort of thing because I mean, obviously with all the graveyard hate that's going on, being able to just you know answer a grizzle brand or a an Elish Norn in the graveyard before it be, be, becomes unbarrel uh seems like it's pretty good ramp. I mean, then the fact that you're getting mana fixing alongside of that seems pretty good. Yeah, so so basically, once it comes in, you put a card in the graveyard at the bottom of your library, then pretty much after that, you can add any color you want. It's basically like a ramp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This, so I think it's pretty good, because it's like added value stapled on the back of something you'd play anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's kind of... Uh, yeah, it's kind of see that... Uh, they really, you know, I've been getting asked a lot of questions. Do you think they're going to reprint swords? Do you think there'll be any new swords? All this kind of stuff. I said, like, I don't have any idea. In 12, maybe, I don't think, I really don't think they're going to really, I think they're going a different way without using swords this time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the swords are finished. Um, I think the focus, we may get allies back, um, or mm. or there may be more of them. Um, there's That'd be sweet. Some initial... Yeah, some of the initial stuff that was released for M12, that that's what they were saying, you know, get your get your army together or something like that, or gather your allies or something, I think yeah. it was called. Um, but, like, Nickel Bolas Planeswalker is likely going to be reprinted in M12. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, um, people were telling me that there's never been a gold staple card in a core set. Very true. So if they do that, I think, I and I think it's time, right? Especially if we're going to Ravnica for next set. Um, it's probably, you know, a strong indication that they're going to carry through or that the multicolor theme for Ravnica is still going to be prominent. So that makes me really happy. Um, but yeah, I'd really like to see it. I, Nickel Bolas is, an, is a, such a prolific card and it's just so powerful. Um, but I mean, it's fairly costed at the same time. So I think yeah. that, uh, it'd be really nice to see him in the core set. We'll see what happens, man. But, uh, Mr. Mac Daddy, I'd like to thank you for joining me here today, my brother. You know, get some news out there, you know, you know, get some, get some brother talk, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, just basically, you know, help the brewers out. 
this uh this glorious week of magic. So once again, thanks, brother man, and and you know, you know getting your time in and, and uh join me here on the brainstorm, man. You got it, man. Whenever I can, you know that. Uh, my homie. And uh shout out to my homeboy Chris. You know, um I tried to get together with him last night, but you know, or it's, I don't know, for some reason it's not ever I try to get him on then then my wife's like Oh, come lay down with me. I'm like, oh, go on. I just need 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> you, you know, but you know, you always gotta get that the the wife and family time in. So you know, that's that's understandable because he's basically him in the same boat. So usually, I'm, you know, if I was single, I'd probably be like, hey man, come on man, you got break away from the wife, man. But I, I'm in his boat. I've been married for seven years, so you know, I, I know, I know about how it is. So I mean, I can't 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 hate him at all. So. But uh, yeah. yeah, the shout outs to Big Eye shit him. But also, man, I want to get shout outs to my homie Jay Bush, man. Because every time I, I just hit him up, man, he always hits me back every time, man. That's that that's my homie right there. And uh, I just say, good day to you, sir. Oh, <laughs> oh, let, let, let me uh, get that that story out. Um, I know, um, I don't know if you've seen uh, um, the the I think it was like last week that me uh, the thing was uh, me him and Medina were talking. Uh, uh, my son was listening listening to your podcast. And uh, um, you know when y'all do that, uh, good day to you. How old your How old your son? Uh, sixteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he's listening to our podcast. Yeah. No, okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's sixteen. All the rap music and stuff and listen to is ten times worse. But... Probably worse than our yeah, podcast. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Uh-huh. But um, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I was talking like that, and he was playing one day, man, and um, he had uh, he's playing his red deck, and he just threw down a center ring. Good day to you, sir. Slap. Then the guy was like, okay, all right. Then, then, uh, um, he ended up playing, um, three perilous, uh, um, no, three mermites. Boom, boom, boom. All right. So the other guy, he had his, um, um, champion, uh, champion, of, no, um, the, the double drop, the double drop, uh, um, um, the one that produces soldiers, the, the white, can remember, can remember the name, the, the one, from, uh, when she taps, she makes soldiers and gives them battle cry. Um, Oh, here, little. Yeah, here, little. Yeah. So, he, so he dropped a, uh, um, so he dropped a, uh, a guy on it, blasted her, cause he had Melcraft. Good day to you, sir. Boom. So the dude's face was getting red. So yeah. he was like, okay, all right. So after that, then he, uh, um, so what did he, uh, he, he dropped a, uh, dropped a Titan. I think it was, um, um, which one was it? Oh yeah, it was a, um, um, primeval Titan, but he needed it using, getting a turn out of it. The bell would get his, uh, um, wolf, wolf run on. So, yeah. so going now, so what he do? He draws another guy on the blast. Him twice. Good day to you, sir. Oh man, that dude <laughs> got pissed and jumped yeah. up, man, and got up on him, man. I'm not gonna repeat the word because like when you when you use yeah. the brother word, everybody, why are you saying that? Because I'm black. Yeah. I can't. You can't. So don't say it. But anyway, yeah. but um, he got up and like that and said, you and, and once that. That brother mode came out of me. I got up on the dude's face. What you say, huh? We say to my boy, what? Oh man. Well, he was. I said, look, he just messed with you, man. No big deal. Sit your little ass down and <laughs> sit down. And think about it, the dude's bigger than me. Oh god. Not not not, not like mass wise, but taller wise. So yeah. See if he wanted to punch me down in the face, he could. But I got the mask, you know, slamming through the window. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, it's just, you know, when people do stuff like that to me. I just go back with the flow, man. I mean, don't. It's so. It, all right, this is difference between a, a a-hole and someone that's having fun. You know, he told the dude, 
man, they, uh, he, said, he just talking to him normal, said, man, I always listen to the 18, blah, 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 and he was doing this, good day to you, sir, good day to you, sir, and then, yeah, and then, then like, oh, and also he was doing, uh, all right, you go, what do you say, Bob, Bob, what, and <laughs> say, yeah, your go, can't hear you, Bob, I mean, he just, I mean, but he knows the guy, though, man, I mean, I mean, he, 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 he uh, he doesn't go to school, but um, he's one of his friends' older brother. Yeah. yeah. So, so you know, and yeah, I'm older than him. I think he's like 19, 20, whatever, something like that. But I wasn't going to beat the kid up or anything like that. But I didn't want him to throw no punches because I didn't want him to leave because my son got to fight. So I was more yeah. I was looking at myself much. I was looking at him and said, "Look, he looks sick, but now chill." Uh, I mean, he's just messing with you, but now I told him, I said, look, man, you can't be doing it all. Oh, that's hilarious. So but I say, if you want to do, save it for the big moment. Don't do the little creature, say, good day to you, sir. And look, wait till a big drop comes in. Good day to you, sir. You know, and then, and, uh, then I was dropping it. No, then after that, everybody in the store was doing it. It was hilarious. That's awesome. Uh, that's uh, awesome. It was freaking hilarious. Uh, I wish I'd do it at, at my normal uh, car store. I was, uh, I was in, in Lawton at the time this was happening. This was, uh, the city in Oklahoma. Now I'm here in Texas. The city, uh, they stayed over. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, it's just, it's, it's hilarious. Every, every time I, he does that now, it's it's, it's, it's you guys start a trend. You guys just don't know. I'm sure my my boy is not the only one that does it, man. But it was freaking hilarious. Love yeah. it, man. But uh, yeah. We have just, we've got a bunch of people around our store too. Like, it, I don't know if it happens when I'm not there. Like, I don't get a chance to go to F and M all the time because you know. Like, um, family comes first, and Friday nights are time for family. I'm already, you know, I play Commander every Tuesday at my house, yeah. and I've got all the guys over, and I podcast every week. So, you know, like, as far as the wife's concerned, I already have two nights of Magic a week. So, you know, adding in uh, Friday night all the time doesn't happen. But when I am able to get out, and I don't know if everyone's just trolling me because, you know, or if they're just, you know, kind of telling me that they listen to the podcast without saying, oh, yeah, listen to your podcast, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's very funny because I'll get a lot of, um, like the random comments, right. uh, just people like quoting stuff from the show, like the memes and stuff at me. And it's funny. I love it. That's oh, I just love it. And it's... <laughs> um, but, but listen, I'm really pleased that, uh, I heard, I listened to, uh, your last, uh, words of Friday Night Magic King and you built your son in Esper Spirits List. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, oh yeah, man. And uh I I was tempted to play that this week, man, but I wanted to play Glisten one more time to see if I really wanted to play another week. I mean, and, and he was supposed to come this week, but he ended up going to his friend's house. But I hit this day I was like, should I play this? I should play it. I should play it. It, it was it was like the, the, the light of the angels would tell me to play it. But I had to go with my brew first before I went with with that one. That deck was brewed too, because it got different cards in there that's normally not in the ones that you see on on the on the list, but I just want to see how my what they work, but then I played it afterwards just for the hell of it. Man, took care of tokens. I mean, I mean it, it was crazy because it was uh, um, uh, turn, turn, turn two, turn three. No, yeah, my second draw was a pike, right? Then after that, then I, uh, because first one was Delver, then second one was uh, the pike, next one was a thought scholar, so I revealed it, so which means it flipped. Then, then once I got my pull in, man, I mean, I mean, sh I mean that Delver was going in, going, was doing work. But then, as that, then, uh, I mean, it was just, this man. Oh, then uh, I think like turn five, then I pulled a uh, Sword of War and Peace and threw it on Delver and pretty much over. And and I was the, uh, I was negating 
Man leaking. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, it's a it's a really fun list. Yeah. Like I've been I've been thinking that if if I were ever to play a Delver list, it's definitely spirits. I, I couldn't handle the guys to Saint Trapped and Invisible Doctor nonsense. Yeah. It's just not my style. And, um, and I was able to uh, um, the second game I was able to do do uh, Lingering Souls twice. Then my next draw and the draw after, uh, that turn of don't do that was the uh, um um. Draw uh, captain, the spirit captain. I threw him on nice. the table. Then all my angels, all my angels up. Then I played a um, Galaxian probe. Then I drew uh, a tangible virtue. Played that and then swung in. So that's well, that would give plus one. So that's two, three. You know, then then swing with Benjamin. So and I had what four of them out there. So I mean that's nice. Three, six, nine, twelve. And I, I think I was game after that one. I think yeah. Yeah, I should think. Yeah, that that. I mean, it has flowed so well, man. I was like, damn, I should have played this, but no. Gliss is done, man. She's done. She's she's going back into the hole. Whatever, whatever <laughs> else. So I'm going back. To, going back to two colors, man. It's you know, it, it was fun playing that, but you know, I just rather just just get back into the to the two colors. I mean, like I said, ain't nothing wrong playing for me. It's going back to two. It's just better for me. But uh, yeah. yeah, man, I'm gonna jump off here. Uh, little big girls up. Sounds good. So, so with, like I said, once again, I appreciate you uh, coming by and um, and having a brother out this morning. You got it. Shout out to all my homies. You know who you are. Yeah. Jay Bush, Medina. What's up, my brothers? Uh, all right, man. Uh, Take it easy. All right, you brother, man. Thanks, man. Peace. All right, later on, peoples. Y'all be safe out there. Holla at your boy. What's up, man? What's going on, homie? Can't complain, sir. Can't complain. Yeah, I know. It, 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 was, it was one of those mornings that they jump on Skype, do a podcast, and you're always on. You know the um, the all the podcast All Stars. That's all the podcasts you've been on, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you checked it out or not, but yeah, that's like. Sorry, wait. Sorry, what? Yeah, if you go to the webpage and and you know click on the uh, the pop the podcast tab it'll pop down and said all-star podcast and this is all the podcasts that you've been on except number, oh. except number five i can't find number five i think i lost it oh that's sick dude that's awesome i honestly like i go to your site every time um often directly from twitter posts but you know always 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 from my iphone so uh-huh. uh because i'm always catching your podcasts like i get them right away right like right. i don't i don't wait till they go to mtg cast that's ridiculous